Are you ready to tumble into another episode of the Tour of the Extraordinary? Everyone's on the move these days. Detective P.J. Dunlop journeys across the vast expanse of Canadian landmass from Quebec to Vancouver in a desperate attempt to locate someone who can help her ranting and raving companion, silent movie star come elder god-possessed Randolph Moon. It's a long, twisted tale. Suffice to say, Randolph Moon is fighting to keep his very soul from being taken over. Meanwhile, world-renowned explorer extraordinaire Little Dickie Broughton is in a very different fight in the northwestern jungles of India. As is popular at the time, Dickie is engaged in a big game hunt with the Prince of Boondi. Only, in this case, it is Little Dickie himself who is the prey, hunted by an enormous mechanical spider. A wonderful job, Dickie. Once again, your libido gets you into trouble. Well, we'll see who's in trouble when I get back to England and have his highness reprimanded by... Oh, Mr. Dicky, I'm getting closer. Even from atop my spider, I can see your conspicuous trail, yes. Damn, gotta run faster, old boy. <laughs> there is no escape for you, you must know. I have lived most of my life in these hills. I am very intimate with every tree and vine. Like the Maharani is intimate with my vine, eh? Your Highness, the West. Applesauce. You are making this too easy, Mr. Dicky. I will be very disappointed when my mechanical marvel runs you through with each and every leg. I must resist. Too easy. No retort? No sly innuendo? It appears he has found my weakness. Ah! Ow, what did I trip on? A hole? I say, it's big enough to be a tunnel. Uh, seems to be big enough to squeeze into if I just... Ah, there. Ah, now to grab some foliage to mask it and... There. Stop, your highness. The trail, it stops here. And yet, where has he gone? Perhaps the trees. Hmm. Yes. All this talk of vines must have inspired him to use them to his advantage. Thrilling. Come, Barata. The hunt continues. Oh, thank heavens. I don't know how much longer I could have stifled my snickering. Uh-oh. I seem to be a little awkward. How do I get out of this? Oh, no. Looks like I'm going down! Let us now go down ourselves, or up, rather, to the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, a bucolic oasis of normalcy, at least as far as weather is concerned. Into this temperate coast city, our heroine P.J. Dunlop finds herself riding shotgun in the automobile of one very pale professional wrestler, while a gagged and bound Randolph Moon rests in the back. So, Mr. Moon is possessed by a demon? Not quite. A god, I think. An old god. At least that's what the crazy cult leaders thought it was. Wow. Try flying across half of North America with an unconscious movie star hoping no one notices. Yeah, that's crazy. You're lucky I was home when you called, or you'd have had to hire a taxi from the airfield. And let me tell you, they are really expensive. Randy told me about what happened in Los Angeles with the Mexican invasion, how they made you a bust. A what? Ring fighter. Oh, yeah, that was not fun, you know. Randy sent his friends to rescue me from those luchadors. 
Well, sorry about what they did to you. Oh no, that's okay. I learned a lot from them. They inspired Rod and me to start a worldwide federation of wrestling. We've been really popular up here in Canada, yeah? And his girlfriend taught us some great moves. She was a ninja back in Japan. A nin... what? Yeah, I know, right? You should meet her. Can't wait. Great! I'll take you by the gymnasium. Not quite yet, Wendy. Wendy, go, ma'am. I shout it when I wrestle. It's my gimmick. Gets a real big pop from the crowd. Wendy, go! Okay, Wendy, go. Go! Look, I have one stop to make before I meet your friends. I need to take Randy to Vancouver Island. Oh, right. That First Nations chief? Yes, of the Pentlatch band. Oh, Pentlatch. Yeah, you heard of them? Oh, goodness. They're a mean bunch. Most of them have been wiped out over the years, and they aren't very happy about it. Wonderful. Well, I don't feel I have very much choice, so... Okay, sure. I'll take you to the ferry then, yeah? Hmm. I'll take that as yes. Ah, what? Oh, where am I now? You are safe, Mr. Broughton. Who? You? Hello again. The captain of the Daedalus? But you, I, I thought you were dead. Merely because my airship, my life's work, fell out of the sky? Well, yes, that does tend to kill people. People who do not plan for the inevitable, yes. The kind of people who build spectacular airborne cities, also build escape contingencies, should that city give in to the relentless pull of gravity. Whatever happened to the captain goes down with his ship? Let us just say that your masked friend talked me out of it. The unknown? Yes. He gave me a new outlook on life. Did it involve a gun in your face? That is his style, after all. And is your style the persistent ability to wear down others' composure through incessant talking? I see you are still as colorful as ever. Thank you. Hold on. What are you doing here, wherever here is? You're in the catacombs underneath the Shikar Burj that connects the Sukh Mahal with the Gar Palace. Ah, yes, of course. The escape tunnels between the palaces, should the Rao be attacked. Wait, but how did you find them? They've been lost for ages. Only lost to those who need not know their location. But, my word, you're the prince, the Maharao's brother. Do not remind me, Mr. Broughton. I've spent my lifetime trying to forget. So, that is how you were able to fund your ship. Ah, and the artwork, it all makes sense now. A lifetime spent with this usurper and his eccentric wastes of riches, and lives for nothing but his own pleasure. Well, he did help us out with the Great War. That was rather kind of him. No doubt to keep the Raj off his back. Wait, did you say usurper? The Maharao has been on the throne for almost 40 years. His father was Maharao. He is not even of our blood. He was adopted. Father chose him as his successor instead of his own children. Oh, I see you're bitter. Once again, you jump to conclusions based only on your self-imposed ignorance. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I nearly lost my temper again. You have a way with people, Mr. Broughton. I'll give you that. It's entirely habit. Back to your initial question. I am here because my brother tricked me, as I assume he tricked you. Indulging in his homicidal pleasure of hunting humans. His spider contraption. Yes. Luckily, I managed to elude him in a similar manner to yourself. Ah, so that hole I found. Was the result of centuries of decay along the tunnel ceiling, yes. Well, how fortunate for us both. Now we can retreat back to the palace and make our escape. If only it were that easy. My brother made sure I couldn't flee his death trap. 
The tunnel is blocked on that end. So we're going to slowly waste away and die like Morlocks in this dark hole. Not so, Mr. Broughton. When I still resided in this land, I used these tunnels for conducting my own scientific inventions. What are you getting at? Have you not wondered the source of this lamp above your head? Ah, electricity! Yes, this was once my laboratory, and I left it fully stocked. Cunning! And you've devised a means of escape? No. Your friend, the Unknown, taught me that avoiding the world's problems is not the way. I must put an end to my brother's sickness by putting an end to him. Oh my. Follow me. I will show you a weapon capable of crushing his itsy-bitsy spider. And now for an itsy-bitsy product placement, courtesy of our sponsors, who should know better. Well, as a trapper in the Yukon territory, I have many pet beavers of my own. I've even built a little beaver door on my own door so he can go in and out all day long. But nowadays, he keeps getting stuck in the hole. Hi, everybody. I'm Justin, and I've got my patented Justin's Beaver Trimmer. Here, here, try it. All the girls seem to love it. Oh, wow. It's, it's That's quite short. I've never seen such a well-shaved beaver before. Wow. I can run me fingers over its hide, and it feels just like a baby's bottom. Uh, wait, I'm a Frenchman. I would like to know, is, is your beaver trimmer able to trim not just beavers, but other things? I've got this very, very hairy northern bear that could really use some shearing. Do you have anything that could work on that, maybe? Wait, you mean you can use it on bears? Oh, did I not mention that? No, actually, you've been mostly unhelpful about this. Yeah, I know. They just they just kind of put it in my hand and told me to say something. So you're just a spokesperson. You've never actually even used this on a beaver ever in your life. No, I've just got great hair. Not for long. Give me the trimmers. Justin Beaver's beaver trimmer for trimming beaver's bear. Also used on bears is Justin Beaver's beaver cleaver for cleaving beaver's bear. We dare you to use that in your daily life. And now, back to the action. Ah, here you are, ma'am. Hornby Island, eh? Thank you, Captain. I know I already said this, but uh, I must warn you again, it's not too late to turn back. I'm sure I'll be fine, Captain. I'm a trained policewoman with the L.A. Department. I can handle myself. Night is a-fallin' soon. If you want, I could take you back here in the morning. That's really swell of you, but I don't think... I'm on a bit of a time crunch. Uh, Suit yourself, ma'am. I'll be by at 7 a.m. sharp to pick you up. Don't dally. This place gives me the willies. Thanks. See you then. All right, Randy. (laughs) If this doesn't work, I don't know what will. (laughs) True, I'm only doing this based on the advice of some quack on the other side of the country. What am I expecting? Magic? It's just... I don't know. It's not logical. (laughs) No, I will not take off your gag. I don't trust anything that comes out of your mouth. And I certainly don't... What the hell? Oh, wonderful. All the tires blew. All all four of them? Uh-oh. An arrow? Are you serious? What is this? The 17th century? Oh. You will turn back now, or you will die. Yeah? With what tires, genius? You... I... Uh, turn back. You are surrounded. Not until I speak with your chief. Chief? This is not America. We have no chief. 
Then you're shaman. I just need to... What? Randy, stop! Get him. Ugh. Be careful. He's not right in the head. Let go of me. I'll destroy. Hear me? I got tiger blood running through these veins, fellas. I will defeat you with my fire-breathing fists. Oh, God. Listen, it's very important I talk to your shaman. You have one of those, right? Are you a reporter? A copper? We can't help you. Go home. I don't need your help. You need your help. What? This man is possessed by an elder god that... I can't believe I'm saying this. If he's not contained, the world itself could end. A shameful train wreck filled with blind, cuddly puppies. That's what you are. Hello, faceless voice in the woods. Wait here. Wait? What else am I going to do with no tires, you warp? Say, any of you mortal flesh bags, lease me and I will spare you when the world plunges into the... Hey, keep your mitts off him. It's decided. You and your companion will come with us. Finally. Blindfolded. Oh, come on! And silenced. Take them to the cave. You were wise to come to me, child. Thanks. Though, you might want to rethink your welcoming party. They are merely keeping up illusions. We need to project a certain mystique, a a mirage, yes? We are not a violent people. But if outsiders believe we are, it allows us certain amounts of liberty. For a short while longer, at least. What do you mean? You are young, and the time seems a long river ahead of you. But I see things in dreams. I see the end of our culture, of our people, right around the corner. You mean the Canadians? They will kill us all? A nation can die without one hand being raised against it, young one. Ha! Dying, are you? Dying's for fools! Dying's for amateurs! I can show you how to win! Oh, no. I'm winning all over this realm. By winning. I win here, I win there. You don't look like much of a winner with all of your limbs tied to the stakes in the ground, Randy. Stop calling me that, you pathetic microbe. Not your copulating meat toy. I'm a work of magic warlock art. Laughable mortal tricks can do nothing! You say he calls himself Buru. That's the rumor. Ah, he is known to me, though by other names. He is a trickster god who plots oblivion. That's bad, right? It would be had your friend here not contained him. I don't know what happened, but instead of being released upon our world, he is instead trapped in a between state in his body. That's why I'm here. I know. And this is a battle I have been waiting for my entire life. Can I help? Yes. I want you to take the others and move them out of the caves. What? You and they are not safe. But what about you? I am not important outside of this one moment. Do as I say. I... yes, I will. And the woman? You touch me and no one gets out of this cave alive. All right, all right. I will send for you when I finish. Is it that bad? (laughs) Worse. You're not ready for the message I am delivering. A message of violent love. Like these herbs, child. All right. There. Is it going to be a long ritual? Long? No. It will be quick and deadly. Wonderful. That cage squirrel over there. Bring it to me. Okay. What is this for? You shall see. Now, take cover under this blanket and do not look out whatever happens. What? Trust in me, child. Do it. Whatever you say, sir. It begins. What are you... What are those... Where are those voices coming from? Oh, 
No! You can't have me! Your gods are nothing compared to Buru! I am the mannequin! The evil in all things! Ah! No! Cannot have him! We are one! Moon and mannequin! Your flame will suffer an eternity of... It... It is done. Can I come out now? Yes. Oh my god, are you alright? You're as pale as... As, as you, yes. <laughs> he, he has been transferred. You mean, he's gone? From your friend, yes. He is in a new vessel that will harm no one else. What did you... Oh my god, the squirrel? He is angry. I do not think he likes his new prison. What is that? Oh, the result of our worlds colliding. This cave will not hold much longer. Take your friend and go. What about you? I am spent, holding onto this world by a thin thread. Hurry! But... Fly, you fools! Damn it, come on, Randy. Uh... Let's just hope you're lighter with only one ego. Farewell, and thank you. While we're on the subject of caves, let us travel once again to the secret tunnels beneath the princely state of Boondi, where little Dicky has discovered the prince's secret. An automaton? No, Mr. Broughton. Nothing so soulless. This is an exterior skeleton, a mobile suit of armor. Aren't all suits of armor mobile? Otherwise, what's the point? Hmm. Trust me. If not for the electrical power source, this suit would be nothing more than a coffin. It's made of three-inch-thick iron plates, and when powered up, it can lift nearly a thousand kilos. And you built this in three days, in a cave, with a box of scraps? It is a prototype left over from my construction of the Daedalus. It was to be used for high-altitude manual labor on the ship. You never got to see them because you had us all trapped on the deck, so you could lecture us on British imperialism. You're welcome. So, what then? You're going to strap yourself into this monstrosity and battle your brother? Mechanical man versus mechanical spider? Alas, the operation of the suit is a two-man job. You see, as a failed prototype, it has some flaws. Awareness of one's surroundings being one of them. Ah, I see. The helmet does not seem to have much in the way of peripheral vision. Exactly. Someone needs to monitor the suit and guide them from afar. Plus, the life support and power levels need to be carefully monitored, lest things go... boom. So you're saying only a madman would jump in the damn thing? Yes, I am. Well, if you're asking me to be your tech, I am sorry to inform you that I haven't a clue how any of these buttons and switches and lights work. Oh, do not worry, Mr. Broughton. I will monitor the equipment myself. Well, then how will you operate the... Oh, no. You don't mean... Care to try it on, Richard? I hate you so much right now. Morning comes to the city of Vancouver, and more specifically to the gymnasium headquarters of the Worldwide Federation of Wrestling, as Detective Dunlop returns what's left of her friend's car. I can't apologize enough, Wendigo. Oh, that's fine. It's just the tires, right? You are excessively nice. Has anyone told you that? All the time, eh? BC people are a lot different from Ontario. Sorry? <laughs> that's where I'm from. Right next to Quebec, right? That's ironic. Don't you think? They're kind of cranky. Down south, we think all Canadians are overly polite. Oh, we are, mostly. 
The Quebec fellas don't want to be a part of Canada anyway, always trying to secede. They're silly. Well, why haven't they? Don't know, really. Probably because if they do, they would have to come up with all new currency and stuff. Plus, the First Nations bands would secede from them and take all their natural resources away. That's why it's all so silly. Well, that's just... Hey, big guy! Is he here? Oh, hi, Rod. This is... PJ Dunlap. Nice to meet you. Ow! Uh, Rod is what we call freakishly strong. I should have warned you. Yeah, sorry about your hand. He's a huge fan of Mr. Moon's movies. I told him he could meet him if he, you know, survived. Not me, you knucklehead. She's the one who wants to see him. I guess he's really big in Japan. Who? Uh, my girl, Shinobu. Is that that nanny you told me about? A ninja, actually. Right, that. Like an acrobat, but with more death. Yeah, loves to flip out and kill things. Like I said, she's taught us a lot of really cool moves for our wrestling shows. That don't involve killing, I presume? Oh, wow, no. That'd be really bad for business, right? Totally. Hello. Ah! Sorry. She does that. Is he here? Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Randy's been unconscious since the ritual. He's in the back of the car, but... (gasps) Is he okay? As far as I can tell, I guess having to share a body with an unholy monster can tire a guy out. Oh, sure. Anyway, thanks for all the help, but we'd better get back to L.A. Oh, how are you getting there? Well, I don't really know. He was hard enough to carry when he was drugged. Now he's just dead weight. If you want, we could give you a lift. All the way to Los Angeles? Sure. We've been talking about taking our show on the road for months now. Right, Rod? Right. We got a truck all loaded and everything. That would be... that'd be great, thank you. No problem, eh? Time to pack, fellas. We're going on tour! A tour, eh? What a novel idea! Our own tour continues next episode as our adventurers head south of the border to Seattle. Find out if Randolph Moon ever wakes up and how Little Dicky, Man of Iron, fares against his many-legged opponent as we go live at the notorious Rebar Seattle, here on Tales of the Extraordinary! Tour of the Extraordinary stars Chris Rickabar, Talison Jaffe, Justina Sexton, Joseph Newhouse, Matthew Yamashita, Nathan G. Johnson, Jordan Byrne, our exciting card girl, Liz Wolf, and myself, Mr. Michael T. Coleman. This tour would not have been possible without the aid of Samantha Mason, Lothar Tuppen, Rachel Bieber, Liz Moop, Marilyn Taylor, Shelby Grant, Kate Leahy, Robert Chapin, Brianna Aibi, Servitude the Series, check them out online, Stevie Morley, Jens Merrill, Joe DeVito, Ryan Stern, Brad Philman, Jason Zippe, the aforementioned Matt Yamashita, and the lovely Karen Brooks, all of whom have earned our gratitude of the extraordinary. (laughs) 